This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hello, listeners. I'm Allie, and this is Quad Pro Quo. As always, I am joined by my three co-hosts, Tammy. Hi, Matt. Hello there. And Guido. Hello. We are a film podcast inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs. Each month we pick a theme, and each week one of us picks a movie that falls within that theme. And we are in week two of Holiday Movie Month. Week oh, one. I love Christmas. Week one was my pick of Black Christmas from 2006. And week two is Matt's pick. But Matt, before we get to your pick, Tammy, tell us where you want us to go and record a very special episode. Okay, so... Tell us what you found. So, I was texting my brother. Okay. And he... I was telling him about my idea to go to um, Mansfield for the Shawshank Redemption. Right. 30th anniversary. And he said, hey, did you know you can stay at Buffalo Bill's house on Airbnb? So, of course, I looked it up immediately. Amazing. And it is right outside of Pittsburgh, which is like a hop, skip, and a jump from here. And again, mm-hmm. our podcast is based off of a very famous scene from the movie Silence of the Lambs, and Buffalo Bill is the disgusting person in Silence of the Lambs. So disgusting. I thought it would be... It does what it's told. I thought it would be really fun to stay overnight, at least one night. I think four of so. us, and then we can record our long-lost episode. And Try again. They have a harp. Try again. Like, they do have a harp. Get um, Guido's take and Matt's take on the house. Yeah, the people with penises in this room are not too excited about it. Yeah. No, because this we're well, gonna fucking get we're gonna die. When you go to the we're house. gonna get murdered. When you go to the house, you can tuck it back and do the dance. Listen, this so, is a probably a C level horror movie, maybe even a slasher flick in the making. Okay. I know. What would the title be? It is a quaint house. We've got some uh, Have you heard about our podcast? That would be the name of the movie. Quad Pro Dead. Mm. Put the lotion in the fucking basket. It's really cute. Put the lotion in the goddamn basket. I mean, it's like an the old. Outside. It's like an the outside. Yeah, the inside, and there's the the well in the basement. Which yeah, I would photo op the shit out of that. Oh yeah. Well, well yeah. And they have 99 pictures on i um a, Airbnb. And there's a pool table. There's a pool table. There's a game oh, room. Man. They have an arcade. Uh, it sleeps four. It's got all kinds of like memorabilia. No, it has four from the bedrooms. Movie. It sleeps like eight. It has does like four it, does bedrooms. It, does oh, it really? have does it have an assortment of lotions? I think it does have Buffalo Bill's charcuterie tray. It has lo- it has lotions. <laughs> Do you want to get worn? Because this is how you get worn. Did you see the frame picture in the one bedroom? It said like says something like the only way we could be closer. Or oh, the yeah, only yeah. way you could light up my life is if I had a lampshade made of your skin or yes. something. Yes. Like Yes. I like that. I do too. It's great. Ew, look at this wallpaper too. It looks like it looks like it looks like like a uh, prison walls. They yeah, have a futon. Yeah. yeah. They have a futon. Oh my god. Yeah. So an extensive DVD collection. I could call Lauren Panetti, she'd come visit us, or we could just come visit her in Pittsburgh. She would not come to this house. She'd be like, No. Yeah. No, look at all the claw marks ceiling. on the door. Are there claw marks? Yeah. Amazing. I love this. I want to go. And the bedspreads have it's the just like, moths on look, them. Look, it's not as creepy as like people who go and stay in Lizzie Borden's house. People actually died in Lizzie Borden's house, or like going to stay in like the Conjuring house. Like people actually, or like Amityville Horror. No one 
actually died in this house. They just filmed a movie there. It's full of molested mannequins. Oh my gosh. And there's a face in a jar. <laughs> Matt, yes, we're yes, getting yes. lit. What do you what do you think of the house? I think the house is dope. I think it's fun. I have a gazebo. He hasn't really looked yet. Yeah, I haven't looked at it yet. Oh my gosh, this door is and the stairs. I know. <sighs> but I mean, of all the houses, Ew. you would want to pick that. I mean, wouldn't you want to pick like a nice little cottage no. outside Surrey? No. Oh. They yeah, have a caboose. Can we home? Oh, well, that too. They got a train car or caboose. Ew. Or, what in the world? Or what yeah. about what about even like a nice like classic LA mansion that a Mediterranean has in Los all, Angeles. That was all a the bells and whistles in LA it. Mansion. Well, speaking of amazing, not attainable homes. Tell us about your pick for Holiday Movie Month. Well, yes. As I mentioned at the end of last episode, my movie came out in uh, 2006. It is The Holiday. Iris and Amanda are in exactly the same place. Where do I want to go by myself? Depressed at Christmas. Just 6,000 miles apart. Home exchange. We switch houses, cars, everything. Bingo. I need you to answer this. Are there any men in your town? Perfect. It has Aww. an estimated budget of eighty-five million, a worldwide gross of approximately two hundred and six million, a fifty percent Rotten Tomatoes score, but an eighty percent audience approval. That's more important. Uh, it was written and directed by Nancy Myers. You may know her from Something's Got to Give, uh, Father of the Bride Part One and Two, yep. and it's complicated. Uh, it's also starring Kate Winslet. You may know her from A Kid in King Love Arthur's her. Court. <clears throat> flushed I think she's on my top like five actresses. Uh, flushed Away and Movie 43. Yes, those are all her most well-known movies. Eli Wallach. Oh, I love Legendary Eli Wallach. Ho- Hollywood actor. You know him from The Magnificent Seven, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And uh, also starring Jack Black. You may know him from Mars Attacks. I still know what you did last summer. Oh, so good in that. And he was a, and he's a quad pro quo alum. You may remember him briefly in... Our good friend Guido's pick, Waterworld. He was in that. He was. I love how you're not mentioning the other person that's in this movie. It's just out of spite. Well, I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, okay. but okay. okay. But um, let's go around the room. Have you seen this movie before? What'd you think about my pick beforehand? Allie? I had seen this movie before. I don't think I saw it in the theaters. Because when did it come out? 2006? 2006. Yeah, I don't think I saw it in theaters, but I definitely have seen it before. And I was very excited to watch it again. Tammy? I love love. <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> and dude? She I keeps saying it, was too. so pleased to share these tender moments with you, babe. I don't know. He really didn't like it when you tried to kiss his eyes. Truly an honor. Yeah. Get your mouth away that from my eyeballs. My also, special moments yesterday, trying to reenact um, that scene. The kiss. The kissing. Now I got pink eye. Oh. Guido, uh, had you seen this movie before? What'd you think about my pick? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I've seen it before. Uh, Michelle made me watch I or, actually don't believe I'm sorry, Tammy, you've ever seen it. Tammy made me watch this movie before, and um, only once before, and I've uh, avoided it successfully until now mm. now I, I had to watch it again oh well you know payback for maverick bitch. is it though oh lord well is take it? us on a holiday matt you sure about that <laughs> all right we start with a voiceover from kate winslet Aww. whose character's name is iris love. she's like talking speaking of she's talking about love and we're introduced to 
all of the characters in the movie. America's Treasure, Jack Black, whose character name is Miles. He's a film composer. He's pining over um, quad pro quo alum, Shannon Sossaman. Tart. From A Knight's Tale. Harlot. Harlot. Could could she not? I mean, honestly, I didn't think that after seeing A Knight's Tale for the first time, I used to think that this was her worst character. But now I'm like, oh, man, no. She was two people from A Knight's Tale. She's just a fuck girl. She was way worse in A Knight's Tale. We also have Cameron Diaz, who is Amanda. You may know her from The Mask. Yeah. Something about Mary Mm -hmm. and Charlie's Angels. We then see, as I mentioned before, we see Eli Wallach. Then we're introduced to Jude Law. You may know him from Gattaca. Oh, I love him in that movie. Mm-hmm. Sky, I love Gattaca too. Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Gross. And most famously, AI, artificial intelligence. Oh, Gigolo Joe, what do you know? He's the best part of that movie. And then we finally see Kate Winslet, who is pining over quad pro quo fuckwad, oh. Rufus Sewell, who plays Jasper. He's possibly a descendant. He's probably a descendant of that dickhead he played in a fucking Knight's Tale. I like that. Most likely. That's funny. Is that the Wade and Measured guy? It's the Wade and It's the Wade guy. and Measured Forrest Whitaker eye guy. I don't like oh that guy. Apparently, I don't like his face. Apparently, this movie was written specifically with Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, and Jack Black in mind. Really? Like Nancy Myers. I've seen what? a lot of I've seen a lot of Nancy Myers movies since, since this one. And I got to say, this is probably the youngest cast I have ever seen in her movies. She, yeah, she does turn she, towards the the uh, the late in life, we'll say. Yeah, she basically does on Golden Pond. She likes to represent, you know, the horny older uh, the people whole, in yeah. life. Yeah. Um, old people fuck too. Old people want to fuck. Meryl no Streep wants to have sex with Steve Martin. And Who smoke knew? pot. <laughs> and she wants to smoke pot in bathrooms. Yeah. And as I mentioned, Miles is a composer uh, and because we saw him like composing a score at the very beginning of the movie. His studio setup seen in the opening sequence was copied directly from the studio of Hans Zimmer who actually scored this movie. The score is lovely in this movie. It's also, so beautiful. I think it's funny it's that um, it's identifiable too. It like, is. If you're in, you're in another room and you hear the song, you're like, <gasps> the it's holiday? Just so, it's just so light and it's lovely. It's so yeah. pretty. It's it effervescent. Really, it really is. I also like that um, Jack Black and Shannon Tossman are named after my parents' dogs, Miles and Maggie. Just <laughs> putting the, that out there. You mean the kids from Uncle Buck? No, that's Miles and Maisie. Oh, right, right. <laughs> also my parents' dogs. <laughs> uh, we find out that Iris, Kate Winslet, has been in love with that jag-off Jasper. Asper. Sew- Sewell. He's a bad guy. For three years, even after he cheated on her, that fucking prick. She's been the other woman this whole time. She even got him a nice Christmas gift. She got him like a first edition book. You because know, she like, has no self-respect. And, He's her great white buffalo. And then it seems like at this no point. Way. It seems like at this point that Jasper might be turning around. He's like, oh, why don't we go somewhere? I love, you know, it's so nice of you. Oh, this is a lovely gift. Fun fact, Kate Winslet and Rufus Sewell had previously been in a real life romance. Ah. Uh, Gross. But true to his Fucking asshole nature. Yep. Fucking hate this guy. Oh my gosh. I hate this guy more than any kid in this movie, in the history of this podcast. Oh. Because of what he did in this movie. Captain Ron has redeemed himself. But true to his asshole nature, their their boss announces that he is now engaged. Because she works at the London Telegraph and she She, writes the wedding column. They're like, Iris, you have a... An engagement column. He's like, you have a uh, announcement that no one else will know because we just found out. 
our very own so-and-so is engaged to Jagoff. I mean, Jasper. Some basic bitch named Sarah. Yeah, she's from the the circulation department. Yeah, she's the one that he cheated on on Iris. Also, Tammy, did you did you recognize who Kate Winslet's friend was? Yeah, she's the friend. No, she's the cousin from the wedding date. Yes, the saucy yes. British, the saucy British cousin. I loved her. Oh, I love her. Yeah, so I noticed much. immediately. Hello, asshole. Hello, her. asshole. <laughs> and she, she basically has the same sense of humor in this. She's movie. the same character. She yeah. plays the same character in almost everything she does. She's on the this uh, show on HBO called Industry. It's about um, stockbrokers in London. It's the most insane show ever. And she's pretty much the exact same character on that show too. <laughs> that's that's fine. She does it well. Yes, she does. Uh, and now we cut to a mansion, presumably in L.A., we're, we're just assuming. Uh, we are again introduced to Amanda, who is played who is played by uh, Cameron Diaz, who is having a fight with her boyfriend, Ethan, played by Edward Burns. Yum. But I just, I wrote him down. He's basically the New York equivalent poor man's version of Ben Affleck. I said Ben Affleck walked, or no, I said, I said Edward Burns. Edward Burns walked so Ben Affleck could run. <laughs> And they're having this fight because she thinks that he was cheating on her. They have this big blow up and we find out that Amanda is like apparently an emotionally unavailable workaholic who is incapable of crying. Yes. Yeah, he's better off. That lady's a fucking basket case. Cameron Diaz was in actually a few of Edward, because Edward Burns, um, very similar to Ben Affleck, writes and directs a lot of his own movies. Yeah. And she was in a few of his earlier movies. uh, Like, I didn't write down which ones, but um, apparently in her large DVD collection, there's like a bunch of movies that all of the cast has been in. Oh, including, okay. Including the ones that, like, he directed. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. Fun. I guess Nancy Myers like, stated that she bases elements in her movies off of her own, like, real life. Because I guess um, whenever she, whenever Amanda has, like, an emotional thing in this movie, she gets esophageal spasms. <laughs> esophageal spasms. Um, which <sighs> I guess... Stress. I guess uh, that happens... That happened to Nancy Myers, so she put it in the movie. So okay. true to fashion, like I just like we said, Amanda goes back to work. We see her her assistants are a young Catherine Hahn and oh, John Krasinski. I love Catherine Hahn. John Krasinski is wearing a John Kerry t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in this movie for four minutes. Four minutes. Right? Catherine Hahn is wasted in this movie, and so is John Krasinski. And we see the John the, Krasinski's in another. Yes, movie he's in. By he's her in Nancy Myers movie. He's in the Something's Got to Give. Right? No, it's complicated. It's complicated. He's, he's doing the, the son-in-law. Yeah, he's Meryl Streep's son-in-law mm-hmm. in uh, It's Complicated. Yeah. She and makes um, movie trailers. Yeah, she makes movie trailers. What they're working on right now looks like a real piece of shit. It's uh, starring um, Lindsay Lohan and uh, James Franco. Which Lindsay Lohan was in The Parent Trap with Nancy Myers, which Nancy Myers also directed. The Six Degrees of That's Nancy right. Myers. Yes. This is she nepotism. She likes to just you take stay care of, friends with the same people. You take care of the people. Yeah, it's like Adam Sandler, Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. was probably at Lindsay Lohan's height of debauchery, so she was risking it. Needs the money. She's looking for work. And mm-hmm. then she and then she's like she has this huge she goes on this huge spiel about, you know, women age faster because of stress and blah blah blah. And she's like, she needs she's like, I need to take some fucking time off. I gotta get away. It's a call back to sleepless in Seattle. She decides to go away for the holidays. And goes and is looking up stuff. She's like, oh, well, uh, I want to go somewhere. Um, Where do they speak English? Okay, England. True. She finds this nice little cottage. That's where Harry Potter's from. Is it? 
That's where um, his aunt and uncle live. So technically, that's just where he lived under the stairs. Uh, number four, Privet Drive, Surrey. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yep. The cupboard. She goes. Yeah. She goes on this site. She sees this house. It's Iris's house. Kate <gasps> the Winslet. Most adorable and house in the world. It's the front. It's full of weeds. It's well, winter. It's an English garden. It's winter. That's not a garden. It's just full of weeds. It's winter. Okay. Well, she needs to hire. It also somebody doesn't to take exist. Care of it also bush. doesn't exist. It's not a real house. I know. It's very sad. How is well? So what is it? Is the it exterior, it's a set? Yeah, the exteriors oh. were built from scratch, and the interiors are sets. But it's loosely based off of Honeysuckle Cottage and Holmbury St. Mary United Kingdom. So she meets Iris. They start talking about their about their houses, and um, they decide that they are going to swap houses for the holiday for two weeks. So it's like Airbnb the woman they, before Airbnb. They just, they met minutes ago. But it's it's home exchange, so they have to swap because like that's what Iris said. And a decision goes, made under twenty four hours. It's like, only yeah. available for home exchange. And, Crazy. And yes, this website was actually a real website. Home really. And a few months later, after this movie came out, the popularity of house swapping was on the rise so much that the police had to issue an alert. You know, like watching out for fraudulent stuff. So they swap houses. Yeah, they and agree. Cars. To, they and agree to swap houses. They swap cars. They swap lives, basically. Yeah, yeah. Now we go to Iris is just about to leave. She's on the plane. Thinks she sees a cute guy who's apparently married. She's in the middle seat. She's in the middle seat between two older ladies. And just as she's about to leave, she gets a fucking email from that jagoff on her blackberry. Jack Asper asking how can he reach her like a total twat knobhead. She's on hol- that goes against all rules of holiday. Yeah, she even re- you she don't like- message people on holiday. This is America. We don't get holiday. She does. She, she gets holiday. She was yeah. She wrote. She's like Jasper. I need. We both know that I need to fall out of love with you. Oh, I, always, I hope. I oh, hope. So I hope hard. you will. I hope you will let me try. It was a cringy text. Ugh. Rita, what were your thoughts? None of them are, are very positive. Oh. So let's just move on. I also Wait. love like the disparity between like their level of income. She's in coach in the middle seat. Cameron Diaz is in very nice first class. Yes, she's in a pod. <laughs> in a pod. She's in a pod <laughs> flying to England. She's being taking a zanny. She's being plagued by voiceover dreams done by the movie voice guy, Hal Douglas. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. W- would you rather be in... Well, I guess we'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. The houses. Iris is... She lands and she's driving. She's in a cab riding to um, Amanda's house. And Allie did point this out that she was going in the wrong way from LAX. They were heading south, like towards the beach when they should have been going north. They were on the Pacific Coast Highway, like like they were coming from Malibu. And not to like point it out, but when you uh, when you go into LAX, you don't go anywhere near the coast. Like yeah. it's just uh, they just wanted to show the coast, and it's beautiful, but you don't go near the coast. Or also, or also the cabbies like this is some international tourist that knows nothing about LA. I'm, I'm going to take her for a ride. I am going to get the big. <laughs> Biggest fair ever by just yeah. Her I around. appreciate it, but no. And you know we're we're trying like because uh, then when she sees the house, it's this huge like Mediterranean stunning uh, mansion. And it's funny because you know they they were talking, they were saying, well, you know, my house is a little bit bigger than yours. But in reality, thanks to like UK property prices, an unspoiled cottage like Iris's is probably like one to two million dollars. Oh yeah. So it's really not that probably you know. not well. 
Yeah. I mean, that house in L.A. is probably watching Million Dollar Listing L.A. if I had to price it. It has a really big front I would probably put it around the $7 to $8 million mark. That's also, it's also a fake house, too. What? Yeah. Really? God damn you, Hollywood. That's a fake house? Oh. Again, there's like a lot of cuts. We keep cutting back and forth, back and forth, because, you know, we're swapping lives and all that. Amanda is abruptly dropped off in Surrey, which makes no sense. The driver's like, excuse me, miss, miss. Can I just let you out here because this I, can't, twat. I can't get the car around if we if I take you up the laneway. It's just down there. Which is weird because later you, you see traffic coming no, from the other direction. Because I paid you, so down you're dropping that off at the fucking gate. She doesn't seem like the person that would accept that I can't answer believe either. She, yeah, I know. I can't believe she actually does it. Yeah, and she walks in those ridiculous heels. And then she asks for help. She's like, do you know where Rosal? And the people are like, Keep going and keep going. So it's like she walks like two miles in heels. Cameron Diaz did claim that this movie was probably her most physically taxing movie due to all the running and walking. Oh, she does she run has. a lot. She does. I also think this is the best her hair has ever looked in a movie. Yeah. I just love how she looks in the mask. Oh, she's stunning in the mask. Like, but she's she, also 20. I know, but she's, <laughs> she's thicker. She has more meat in her face, yeah. I just like that yeah it's kind of like that's kind of how i feel about Charlize theron i like, like her a little thicker when, oh like in uh devil's Re- advocate yeah like in devil's advocate reindeer games compared to how she i mean she's still great yeah you know, but. oh you're I just, a monster <laughs> and then uh iris goes into amanda's house and i wrote this i'm like man like when we were talking about terrifier and we were calling that like gore porn yeah Nancy Myers movies are like architectural porn. Yeah. Amazing exteriors, interiors, huge, lavish kitchens. Like, Guido, I know you don't like this movie, but come on. I love that kitchen. That kitchen was amazing. You do amazing things in that kitchen. She does minimalist very well. What did I say? I was like, you know how you know someone's rich when they have a fucking couch in their kitchen? There was a couch in that kitchen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Steve's parents have a couch in their kitchen. There you go. There you go. And it's, I also remember in, um, also remember like, like the Osbournes, corners. remember the show The Osbournes? Mm-hmm. Yes. They had a fucking couch in their kitchen and I was like, wow, they're so rich. Meanwhile, Amanda gets into um, Iris's cottage. Of course, yep, it's a little small, but it's it's cozy. It is It adorable. has Gili on the wall. Yeah. Did you notice that in the, in the, uh. Has Gili? Yeah. A poster for Gili? No, no, no. A DVD. Oh, uh, well, you know. You I mean, love all well, the books. You know, somebody bought that. Mm-hmm. Wait, in. Iris's cottage or Amanda's? In the cottage. Oh. Oh. I love all the books. I love the stone and the tub. I love the fireplaces oh, and my all God. the different rooms. The only thing I find weird, I would never allow a random person to take care of my dog. Yeah, yeah. that is. That, I love that dog, but I would be like. Yeah, they should have. The dog just shows up and disappears whenever. Like The dog's adorable, but I would never let some random person. They can come to my house. So you're not taking care. I would have put my dog somewhere. Like, no. Or, you know, have like a family member. Like Jude Law. Like Jude Law. Like my hot brother. She gets to the house. She walks around. She decides she's going to go into town and get groceries. Driving on the wrong side of the road. Car and car, you know, she's not used to that. It's a Mini Koopa. I just wanted to give, you know, just as how ridiculous that looked. Props to my boy over here for doing that. Because he did it in real life. (laughs) You did. It was almost worth it. Yeah. And don't recommend it. I just thought it was it was really funny that yeah, she, she was terrified the whole way going into town. But she decides when she's in the grocery store, yep, I'm just going to cork this, uncork this bottle of wine and I'm just going to drink and then I'm going to drive back to the cottage. 
And uh, they're. I also love how she said all, bye. She's going under thirty the whole time. She says it in the in when she's talking to her assistant. She's like, "I want to eat carbs without wanting to kill myself." So she's literally just her card is just chocolate and pasta, basically, <laughs> and cheese and wine and wine and olives. All I mean. Hmm. I love she's it. Like, didn't doesn't she say this is some party? Oh, she says someone's having a party. Yeah, like, she just yeah. smiles and she goes, just "Yeah." Chugs mm-hmm. the wine from the bottle yes. in the store. Matt, before you continue, we're going to take a break and learn about one of the other amazing podcasts that are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. We'll be right back. I'm Chris, and I'm Mel, and together we host the podcast Spoil, Spoil My, My Movie. Movie. We were watching movies anyway. And we were having in-depth conversations about those movies, too. So, we decided to share our thoughts with the world. You can expect me to gripe about inaccurate details like supposedly cold weather, but you can't see anyone's breath. And you can expect me to be totally adorable, but also psychologically deep. And by the end of each episode, we'll provide our respective ratings. Using a rating scale custom-tailored to the movie in question. Check us out. Wherever you get your podcasts. We're everywhere. We're actually behind you right now. And we're back. Okay, so Amanda now, she's, she's got her wine. She puts on like the Killers CD and she starts belting out to Mr. Brightside. Oh, yeah. Which, this really resonated with me. I would have. Well, of course it does. We're all white. That's you know like, that's like our, that's our generation's fucking sweet Caroline. Every time we hear it come on, we're like, jealousy. Yeah. She's you know, very what, bored. What would have been better just because she's married to him now if it was like a good Charlotte song or something? Ew. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> that would have been so much. That's, that would have been irony right there. But she's bored in the cottage. Yeah, she's bored in the cottage. She can't turn off. And she's already thinking she made a mistake and she's thinking about leaving. Meanwhile, Iris is loving the experience of Amanda's mansion. She's yeah. Swimming. Oh, Comfy nothing bed. could be better than She's swimming Iris in the pool. Right there's a pool. There's a bed. Big bed. There's the curtains that close themselves. There's that, <laughs> there's that giant DVD collection. Mm. And she's sitting there and she gets a phone call. Apparently, it's the front gate. She meets Miles who is Jack Black, who works with Ethan, Amanda's ex, and he's there to like pick up her laptop. And he's listening to a score, you know, scores in his car, trying to impress Maggie, who doesn't give a shit. Awful. And she's like, Hi. Hi. I'm so sorry. I'm new at the gate thing. It's okay. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I'm Miles. I work with Ethan. Ethan? Amanda's ex. Oh, right. Do you know when she'll be back? I'm supposed to pick up a couple things. Amanda's in England, actually, on holiday. I'm staying here for a few weeks while she's away. Oh. Uh-oh. You okay? Yes. Something just blew into my eye. Oh, I hate that. Let me see. Yep, you got something in your eyelash. You want me to get it? Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, Santa Ana's. Pardon? The wind. It's what makes it so warm this time of year. Legend has it, when the Santa Ana's blow, all bets are off. Anything can happen. That's it. And then cut back to Amanda, who's like, I'm getting ready. I'm going stir crazy. I got to get the fuck out of here. I got to go back home. She's startled in bed by loud knocking at her door and meets Graham. Nah. Iris's brother. One of my favorite names. Played by Jude Law. Jude Law just showing up at your doorstep. Oh, my surprises God. Her. I don't even know what I'd do. Oh, I know what I'd do. Hi, I'm drunk. And I'm Graham. I'm Graham. 
I'm uh, she's in LA. <sighs> Iris never goes anywhere. <laughs> this is hard to believe for me. If they're that close, she didn't just well. He's telling no. She does say that he says, which she probably did tell me. Now that you're like he, he's so drunk, he can't remember oh. anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like, we're half a step away from bang, we're so half a like, step away from this being Hugh Grant. Let's be honest. So and Allie noticed this about Jude Law in this movie. She's like, he is so. How the fuck is this British man so tan? So tan. So <laughs> tan. You know. uh <laughs> It's what? said he's that always been that tan though. He yeah, and also um, it helps with depression. Oh, going to the tanning bed. I'm just saying, in the talented Mr. Ripley, even though that takes place in Italy, so it makes more sense. He's so tan in that too. Like he, I think he just is olive skinned. Like, but but all, he, it, it's <laughs> he's also tan. it's also because um, while the exterior shots were f- shot on location, all the interior shots were in L.A. So of course he's out. Of course in the, they he's, were. He's in L.A. Just. Lavin it up in the sun. Tacos, tacos, tacos. Is so, he a cheater in real yeah. life? That's what I thought. We don't have to go into that, but like, yeah. So he was married. He had like a couple kids with his first wife. He cheated on her with the nanny. Then he was with Sienna. That's right. Then he was with That's Sienna. Right. That's right. Yeah, Sienna Miller for a while. He cheated on her. With the nanny again, right? Yeah, he has a penchant for nanny. It's so cliche. It's so annoying. It's so British. Stooping <laughs> the nanny. He's, he's, he's boffing the nanny. And now I think he's married again and he has like new kids and maybe, wow. they, maybe they don't have a nanny or maybe they have a male nanny. But yeah, that yeah, was smart. he's a bit of a cheater, but he's always managed to escape it very well. Well, with that face, he's, he's like, charming. He's, like, he's so fucking charming. He's like, and he, he has charisma. Yeah, maybe he doesn't do prenups and that's how he. Well, he probably wouldn't have done one with his first wife because they got married when he, they were both real young. Like they weren't super famous yet. It, you know, like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he never married Sienna Miller. So there was no prenup there. They were engaged. And then this newest one he's married to, I think. So I'm sure he has a prenup with her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like you guys said, he was drunk. Says that his sister usually puts him up on occasions like this so he doesn't drive. He is unaware of Iris and Amanda's house swap. They strike up a conversation. She's saying how this is probably a big mistake and she's leaving in the morning. He's like, how long have you been here? Um, about nine hours. So, oh, so we've done that much of an impression on you. It took you longer to get there. Mm-hmm. The flight is longer than the, the amount of time you've been in the country. So yeah, they, don't yeah, have jet lag they continue to talk and they're like, there's some brandy over there. Mm. They drink some brandy and then they bone. But first... They kiss. He needs to kiss her fucking eyes for some reason. And we get, and I know we've talked about this on Why? a previous episode. It's the hands. It's the hands and on the face. It's the just, hands on the it's face. It's so yeah. ridiculous. Is it his accent? It just liquefies no. Cameron Diaz? No. Yes. He's, and his face and everything. And it's the hands. The, the hands, hands. Like holding the, the face and the head. It's just like, I think I running have taken your, you, know, you I think it's mine. yeah. I think it's because we grew, you know, we've grown up watching different movies. You watch this shit where they grab you by the face and kiss you. Me and Guido, when we see that happen, we think of "I knew it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart, and you get the fucking kiss of death pulled into you." Um, no one died yet. That's I, one movie. I grew up watching The Godfather as well, so yeah. Let's but not you, play but of game. course, no. But I mean, you got more. Good face grabbing kisses. All right, we well, did. I'll come over here and make you watch. It's just uh, Hallmark <sighs> Channel more often. No, no, thank you. Hallmark is probably what's wrong with America. It is eroding it's not, our. Yeah, it's not that for me. Our it's will. Just, she was. Oh. I received uh, a, a porn- few <laughs> a pornographic video clips of Allison watching the scene, and in and the background, the I'm audio going. Audio was just pornographic. Mm-hmm. In the background, I'm going. Ah! <laughs> Yeah, 
That's what I had to sit with while I was she, watching this. Yes, I'm sorry. There were a few other ones where it's like she's yelling at the TV. No! <laughs> Which were really funny. But like, <sighs> so the morning after, Graham and Amanda have like this awkward goodbye. They're trying to be like, oh, well, they're, they're both trying to talk each other out of why this was just a, you know... A one night stand. They're like, stand. we should just keep it that way. We should just keep this as a one night stand. I'm terrible with women anyway. Well, I'm leaving, and that's all she just kept saying. And, and then, even though, but Gra- she finds his glasses. She's saying she's leaving. On. Graham does invite her to dinner the following night. It's like, He's like, I mean, well, if you're still here, if you decide to stay. Weird and awkward morning. And then a girl calls him. Oh yeah, he gets Sophie. a phone. He gets a phone call from a girl named Sophie. And then we cut back to Iris. Iris again is just living it up, having a night. Delic time oh, in it's LA. It's so bright in here. Let me pull the shades. <laughs> but then it gets interrupted by Jagoff Asper. calling. He's, <sighs> he's like, I need, I need help with my book, and only you can help me with this, please. Are you wearing that little that bikini that ties in the back? That's where all bikinis tie. You fuckwad. <laughs> Some tie in the front. You remember the red bikini? No. I that's I love Kate Winslet, but this she. Uh, so pathetic in this movie and then she until she finally figures it out she she decides she says she'll help him we cut back to him we cut back to england we see graham going into the pub mm. he runs into his friends when they're playing that dido song well they don't think it, it's dido it doesn't start it doesn't like kick up like oh. she doesn't start singing until he looks over and who does he see <gasps> she decided to stay amanda decided to stay and she's looking all cute in the corner <laughs> waving her, she's got her a little glass fingers. of wine she's wearing a cute little sweater and then jude law like looks down and he's like oh, she likes me Yep. You can and then, see it all over yeah. his face. And He's then, very excited. And then the Dido kicks in. Cut back to LA and Iris meets this is probably one of the reasons why I love this movie so much. She meets Arthur. Again. My, I think oh, it's my favorite character. E- Eli Wallach. She just needs to leave the old people alone. I think she, this yeah. was the part that I said to Guido that Kate Winslet, this is why I love her in this movie. Because yes. she reminds me of how I feel about that generation. She takes care Most of the old. Most people would just drive care. by and she yes. stops. She was like, he looks like he's lost. He's he's walking Does around on his walker. He's this little I kept old waiting man. for him to hit her. <laughs> I, re- I, I truly thought he was going to hit her. It's he had the craziest look in his eye. She's like, oh, can I give you a ride to your house? He's like, you know where I live? <laughs> the neighborhood's so different. And he even lives in an adorable house, too. Yeah. Like it's a little bit... It's a fucking me- mess. It's messy, but... There's a bedpan. It's a beautiful old Hollywood a, home. His house, house? His house really does exist. <gasps> the house used for Arthur's house belonged to Phyllis Diller. No! See, it's an old Hollywood home. I they love They messed it. up Phyllis Diller's house? I love and, Well, no, Hollywood. the exterior shots is Phyllis Diller's house. The interior is a set. And uh, it's located in the Brentwood section of Los Angeles. Very, very posh. Brentwood, so, holy shit. So they're sitting there and they're talking. And he's like, yeah, I'm. this is this is what in the movies they would call a meat cute. A meat cute. And the example that he brings up was in an actual movie. It was um, used in Bluebeard's eight or no, Bluebeard's eighth wife from 1938. Oh, oh, yeah. Everybody saw that. I mean, that's that in like real who didn't. Well, I like when he asks her where she's from, and she says, "What part of England are you from?" Oh, Surrey. Cary Grant was from Surrey. That's right. He was. How did you know that? Oh, he told me once. Well, I thank you very much, young lady. So 
She, you know, they strike up a conversation and she invites him to dinner. So they go to dinner. I and haven't I'm had like, plans since 1978. Busy? I haven't been busy since 1978. He's so cute. But then he, he invites an Oscar. over his friends. Well, that's and, later. And then yeah. like, yeah. like I said, I love Eli Wallach. He's probably the reason why I love oh, this movie. Right. They, went to dinner they have out. dinner. They have dinner. And Arthur's like, I don't get why such a beautiful woman like yourself is out with some old guy like me. This is your problem. There are two types of women in the world. Leading ladies and the best friend. You, Iris, are a leading lady. And you see yourself as the best friend. He also calls the Jagoff a schmuck, which again, for me, is too fucking polite. Schmuck <laughs> is, no. Cut again. Graham stays over with Amanda after the little romp in the, at the pub. But they don't have sex because Amanda was pass out drunk. And Graham is not a rapist. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's like, why didn't we? He's like, call to me old fair, fashioned, but there one doesn't have really. sex with women who are unconscious. <laughs> Not when it's being recorded. <sighs> so while they're, you know, while they're sitting there talking, he gets a phone call from Olivia, some other Another mystery woman. Woman. Uh, and this, of course, gets because Amanda saw the phone call previously from Sophie, and now he's getting a phone call from Olivia. She's starting to think that um, he's a man about town. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely he's definitely getting around. And well, I mean, you did the, fuck him the first within the first thirty minutes of meeting him. So you see her like eating peas one at a time. Hi, Jerry Seinfeld. I didn't know you were here. <laughs> did you see her second toes? Who does that? Than her first toe. Oh my god! Man hands. They then go off to lunch and they learn more about each other. Like uh, Graham's a a book editor. Cameron Diaz apparently is an only child, and her parents did. Divorce is what fucked her up. Um, it is the hardest thing she's had to deal with in her very wealthy, white, privileged life. <laughs> and then, like, when they're at lunch, they're running around on in the hills outside. They're romping. Outside the... Uh, teenagers. Outside the, um, you know, restaurant. The manor house that they had lunch in. It was like Longwood <laughs> Gardens. Which, apparently... They frolicked. Like, they did frolic. through the... the very they ran. They ran. Like uh, Nan- Nancy Hedges. Nancy Myers was dead set on doing this scene. She wanted this in the movie. She wanted it as a tribute to uh, similar scenes featuring like Rock Hudson and Doris Day. We cut back to uh, L.A. and Miles comes over back to pick up that laptop that he came for before and sees Iris hosting a Hanukkah party with Arthur and his friends. This scene, Jack or Jack Black's been interviewed before he said he believes this to be his best performance in the movie he's so cute really Mm -hmm. but uh cut back to england amanda goes to surprise graham at his house another great house he like let's talk about this house the outside impression oh my god there's like there's like a gate this is a there's a gate and like i think he well here's the thing i think he comes from a wealthy family yeah this is mommy father no his father's an author and his mother mm-hmm. is a very important person at Random House. So I think they have money, but like... Well, why doesn't Iris have a she, house like this? I think it's she's got also, too many shrubs well, in the front yard. I also think it's more that like you live where you want to live. And this is... Her, Iris's house suits Iris and she's just one person. And he's he has... Which we are going to find out in I have an a idea. second. Go ahead. She's the spinster. When she when, when she gets yeah. to When she gets to the door, like he has the door kind of shut. He's giving off vibes that somebody else is there. Yes. And she's thinking, she's like, oh, shit. He's with another woman. And she's so fancy. With, yes. Which, technically, he is with another woman. Two, two other two women. Two women. Who? <laughs> nice. Two chicks nice. at the same time, man. 
<laughs> it turns out they're his daughters. Adorable. Sophie and Olivia. Yes. Oh. And then like the whole thing, she's like, oh, you're married? He's like, no. And she's like, wait, are you, are you, tell me right now, are you divorced? Or she spells it she out. She spells it. Divorced. And then he goes, no, I'm a widower. W-I-D-O-W-E-R. Could you imagine spending your whole day with like your obnoxious and cute daughter and then, and your hardworking husband and then you go to the doctors, and the doctor's like, I'm afraid you're a Christmas movie mother. You have six months left to live. I don't understand. What? Huh? It's common for Christmas movies. Someone's going to die. This okay? movie, she's already, the mother Mine's is already, already dead. dead. Exactly. Yeah, she she apparently fell off a cliff and died on impact. She was Tragically. In, she was in a car crash. No, the doctor told her. Apparently the kids were okay with it. They seem fine. They seem fine. Well, they got tense, so. They're like, oh, we want a mummy. They're like, we have a tent in our house. We have a tent in our room. Do you want would to you come like, say it? Would you like some hot chocolate? We're drinking hot chocolate. Do Mr. Napkinhead. <gasps> Mr. Napkinhead. So cute. I'm saving that picture. Guido, Guido did Mr. Napkinhead last night. That's because I love my children. He's Mr. It wasn't for them. It was for us. And then all the while, he's like, don't punch me in the nuts. I can't see. <laughs> I really thought Matt was going to hit me. Meanwhile, I was standing back across the room like I was a defensive like a defensive player in a corner in, uh, in football. Had my arms behind <laughs> yeah. me so we wouldn't get a, a handball. So <laughs> I was terrified. You. I didn't believe you. And... Cut back to Iris. She goes to visit Arthur again. She brought him his mail. Apparently there's this big uh, pamphlet where the Writers Guild Association of Los Angeles wants to give honor, wants to honor him at a film event. He says he doesn't want to go because he doesn't want to look like a feeble old man up on stage to like two or three nobody. Iris offers to help him build up his strength in time for the event and will go as his date. We then get a lovely little training montage. A montage. It's so cute. It's all self-serving. She just wants to go. It has nothing to do with him. Yes, that's exactly how Iris is. They're sitting, you know, they're swimming together. He almost sinks. Adorable. And she does the whole, like, he goes to grab his walker. She pulls it away from him. He's he's getting good, man. He's getting better. He is. Cue the Rocky music. Adorable. It's working for him. Then Graham calls Iris... Oh, that's right. Just as Amanda calls Iris. And the way that like Graham and Amanda are talking to Iris about each other, Iris then figures she's like, I can't believe that you have had sex with the woman staying in my house. <gasps> he told you that? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I thought I was talking to Graham. Could you just hold please? I'm terribly sorry. I can't believe you've had sex with Amanda. The one thing she asked me was, are there any men in your town? And I assured her that there were not. And then you meet her and immediately get into her knickers. Still me. Yeah, they so have the, Still me. Still me. <laughs> they have this big yelling. And then she gets a call from Miles and invites him to go to Blockbuster, you know. Dated. I love it. Can't make this movie anymore. You can. You just have to set it in Bend, Oregon, where my older brother lives. That's where the last remaining blockbuster or they'll, in this country or they'll, is. Or they'll just it's be... It's still there. Oh, yeah. Yes. I saw it last time I was there. Or they'll just be like, you want to come over and watch Netflix? And then Dustin Hoffman is randomly in their house. Just randomly in their house. They go to they go to Blockbuster, and a fun musical melody with whimsical Jack Black at his whimsiest ensues. He's all like, and he mentions Jaws. So he's like, 
two bah, notes, bah, and you, you have a villain. a villain. It's very true. And then he, plays all this he says, "What can I say? It's Brill." <laughs> and then, of course, he goes. He walks over to the graduate and starts going, "Where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio?" And who's in the blockbuster? But Dustin Hoffman, but Dustin Hoffman. Star, of the grad, star of the Graduate, and he's like, oh, Jesus Christ, it can't even go can't anywhere. Can't go anywhere. And who's outside of the blockbuster? But he was actually in the blockbuster, wasn't but, he? But no, actually, he wasn't in the blockbuster. He drove past, saw that they were filming in the blockbuster. It was totally spur of the moment. It's a meet cute. Because he, oh. volu- he volunteered. To- I love movies. He was driving by the blockbuster and saw all the cameras and decided to stop in to see what was happening. And of course, while this musical game continues, Miles sees fucking Maggie outside the blockbuster and confronts her because she's with a man. She's with a uh, man. She was lying because he thought that she you was were in New Mexico. He thought that she was on location filming an independent movie. She's a lying that. bimbo. I hate her. Yeah, not as much as I hate Jasper. I like how you use the word trollop. Now, Miles and Iris commiserate over their mutual sad, sad relationships <laughs> with her with Jagoff, him with Magoff. I mean, Maggie. Ah! We get another montage prepping for Arthur's event while Amanda is like pining over Graham because they were like saying, we need to end this. It's because it's I'm leaving in a week. I'm leaving in nine days. The old man says he likes a Hugo Boss suit. He cuts a nice suit. Do you know who made the uniforms for, for the, Nazis? the Nazi party? Yes, I do. It was Hugo Boss. I know. I know. Okay. How the you turns would, table, I'm just saying. You would think he would know Dude, that. Dude, you so. fucking drive a Volkswagen, so of course, yeah, no, whatever. No, but Arthur's a, a very old Jewish <laughs> man who right. probably lived through World War II. Why You'd are think. you like this? I was born this way. You're trying to yuck oh, Lady our Gaga. yum. I'm not right yucking now. your yum. But no. you are right, Hugo Boss did design the Nazi. I'm right. Hey, gig's a gig. Why? Why are you mad at me? I'm right. I, I'm mad at you because you've literally taken notes about how to yuck the yum of this movie, and I can see you looking down, glancing at your notes, saying, oh, "Peas one at a time." Peas. <laughs> Who does that? Who does that though? You're it's making, so weird. You're making like the alt, like the opposite of when you say people do nice things and don't throw car batteries. You're saying. The opposite, like yes, Jack Jack Black drives by convents and beats nuns to death. I, I, I saw it happen. Cameron Diaz, like skins I saw it puppies. happen. Skins puppies. Jude Law cheats on his wife with a nanny. Kate, God. Kate Winslet practices taxidermy on live animals. Ah! It puts the lotion on the its back. skin. <laughs> so. Yeah, so Graham, I mean, Amanda's still pining over Graham. They're like, oh, I can't do this. Oh, it should end it. And then meanwhile, <sighs> oh, hey, we're pining over. Let's just fuck again. So they fuck again. But no sweat. And she's wearing a very pretty bralette with, again, no perspiration whatsoever after this, like, a tense fuck fest. It must have been real fast. <sighs> How do we know it was an intense fuck fest? Because they're breathing very heavily afterwards. But, but they're not no, sweaty. No sweat. And she is completely un unmuscled unmust <laughs> they are so it was fast. underestimating how incredibly fit both of them are you would probably still no have effort. perspiration on your they were probably trying to open a pickle jar that was on the lid was on really tight yeah so while they're banging miles is over here composing a lovely little theme song for arthur 
adorable. Do, do, screw it or leave. Yeah, and then they sit there and they sound like. Yeah, Jack Black is just going with his scatting rhythm. Scatological. No, he's not shitting on her. Scatological. And you can kind of see that he's now realizing how cool Iris is and he's starting to fall for her. So, and then uh, Graham and Amanda are still trying to wait. They're starting to sound, it's fucking annoying because they're like, oh, we can't, but we could, but we can't, but we could. It's a little annoying also because she's like, it's annoying because it's Cameron Diaz. Well, you could come to me. No, he has children. If anyone's doing anything, you're the one that's going to make the move. And you're telling me that you can, you can work anywhere. Yes. You have an office in your house. You could build an office in your house. And you have the money where you could actually move to England and get your temporary citizenship because you have to pay a shit ton of money to do it it wouldn't be a problem for you so let's let's cut this shit where she's it's kind of being a bitch uproot your life you obviously don't have family or friends so i would call that passive aggressive it's just it's no it's just inventing an excuse to not make things it's work. emotional violence okay so now um miles and iris are having sushi on christmas where he gets a nice boob graze and while they're doing while they're having their sushi and he grazed the boob um, he gets a phone call from Magoff. I mean, Maggie. Tart. And she says she needs to talk. <laughs> and he just rushes and he to just her. Leaves God. And he leaves Iris with the bill. Bitch. Um, dick, in my opinion. Yeah. Iris goes back to the house and she, get, and she gets a call. Iris goes back Scandalous. to the house. She gets a call from Jagoff. But Ugh. it turns out he's actually there. Yeah. How did he get past the gate? I don't know. At the front door. How romantic. Climbed over. It was like the reverse of Bridesmaids with Kristen Wiig. (laughs) He's there for one. (laughs) Blowjobs and... To get his book edited. The pages. He he wants to get an eye-opening experience from her because he can only open the one. (sighs) So he flew 13 hours on Christmas Eve. (laughs) He tries... No way. No. He tries to do the whole, oh, I need you. We could try and do this. And then she's like, wait a second. Are you still fucking engaged? Uh, oh, please don't try. And I wish this. you could see how hard this is for me. No, Jasper. Are you still fucking engaged? Oh, he's such a piece of shit. And then she tells him off and kicks him out. She has gumption. And then she goes and gets dressed up and goes to Arthur's house. He puts a corsage on her. Adorable. And also at the same... homecoming? Also at the same... He's old-fashioned. He says it. He says, when I was young, this was in vogue. Okay. He's an old man. An adorable And it also... And, like, meanwhile, like, Miles is over at Maggie's house, and she's like, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Are you saying you never made a mistake? Oh, my God. You should lose for me, but then win. Yeah. I suck. You have money, and I want to be with you. And I'm a struggling actress. Yeah. That's what it is. I don't have anywhere to live in L.A. She's the Raquel of this movie. She's a fuck girl. Yeah. Rachel. Sorry. Rachel. Rachel. She then, yeah, so they go to the event, and it turns out it's the exact opposite of Arthur's fears. It is a packed house. Everyone's on their feet, standing and cheering for him. All his friends are there. So cute. And, and his score is playing. And just as he's about to get to the stairs, Jack Black comes running down the down the aisle and his music starts playing for his score Arthur walks up the stairs himself himself he drops his cane too it's so cute he's adorable and uh 
And Jack Black's like, the man is a rock star. By the way, it's totally over with me and Maggie. It's done. That is okay. He, that is now we can force our us. chemistry together some more. And then he's like, so hey, Iris, what are you doing in? Uh, what are you doing for New Year's? And she's like, oh well, New Year's, I'm back in. I'm back, I'll in, be back London. in London. And Jack Black's like, oh, I've never been to London. And see, he's the exact opposite of Je- of um, of Cameron Diaz. He's like. Let's fucking do this. This sounds like fun. I love Because he could work anywhere he too. Have any strings attached in LA? As Amanda is leaving the house, you know, getting ready to leave for good this time, she's in the car and she finally starts crying. She uh, notices that she could cry. They put Visine in her eyes. Cameron like, Diaz can't cry. He's the one. And she realizes she's in love with Graham. She then runs back to the cottage. I mean, he says, I love you first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She can and, run faster than a car. And opens opens the door and what's happening? He's sitting in there bawling. He's weeping. He's he a has weeper. said he's a major weeper. He's a weeper. I'm a major weeper. They kiss and then it cuts to New Year's and everyone is celebrating together, presumably at Graham's house. It right? looks like it looks, Graham. it looks like Graham's house. Like the yeah. kids are there. The ch- the Jack Jack Black's there. He's like talking to the kids and doing the weird eyebrow Jack Black thing and they're mm-hmm. all dancing and everybody's having fun. It's a lovely ending. I wonder if he calls uh, Amanda's ex-boyfriend and tells them how much fun they're having together. I hope so. Okay, some more fun facts. I wanted to get this part down for Guido just so he could appreciate this. The car that Cameron Diaz drives in Surrey is a 2006 Mini Cooper. Yeah. Kate Winslet in Los Angeles drives a Lexus RX 400. 400H. Jude Law drives a 2006 Range Rover. Hell yeah. I love a Range Rover. And Jack Black drives an Audi A4. An Audi A4. An Audi A4 convertible. Unfortunately, there are no guns in this movie, bud. I'm sorry. Very unfortunate. There are in the trailer, the fake trailer. Oh, yeah. He has (laughs) with James Franco. Oh, yeah. He has two guns because he didn't think one would be enough. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Also, funny enough, there was a story that was circulating um, a couple of months ago. That Robert Downey Jr. and Jimmy Fallon auditioned to play Graham and Miles, respectively. Downey was like, we both got called seat fillers. Nancy Meyer needed someone to read with the gals, and we're sitting there going, this is going to happen for us. Was one of them British? Robert Downey Jr. was like, I have a better English accent than Jude Law at this point. I'm going to get this part. And then Winslet... God, he's so (laughs) full of himself. And then upon reading, Winslet said... That was the worst British accent I never heard, I've ever heard, especially since they worked like Jude Law and uh, Robert Downey Jr. worked together in um, Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. And he was like, "Well, I'll check out now. Thank you." That's. So. Oh, I hate Jimmy Fallon. And then, well, no, that was that was all Robert Downey Jr. They didn't. No, what I'm saying, I hate Jimmy Fallon. I would hate him in this movie. Oh God, he would be the fucking worst. The worst. He'd be, wor- <laughs> he'd be worse than Jasper. Yeah. And then she did a Delco accent and freaking nailed it. Oh Which she said was the second hardest accent she's ever had to do in her yes. career. So, okay, yeah, oh, that was that was my movie. We'll uh, we'll go around the room, pass, fail. Uh, we'll start with Tammy. I love love. <laughs> Stop saying it. It's so... God, I love you, but it's it's really fucking annoying. I love love. You, you sound like you sound like so, you sound like um that the what's his name from from that show? You you're like I love love. I love love. 
And I want to kiss your eyes for the rest of our life. I love you, but could you please keep your mouth off my eyes? I don't know if I'll be able to. Wait, wait, wait. I told him last night. I I tried to kiss him. That's not what I meant by by sucking balls, you know? Uh, You know, fair compromise. How about your your brown eye? Ew. Disgusting. No, keep keep your face around my not ew if butthole. you're into that stuff, you know. Everyone, people like rim jobs. <laughs> Don't yuck anybody's yum, no. Matt. All right. Um, I loved it. I loved so, the holiday. I loved everything about it. Pass. Okay, pass. cool. Allie. Pass. I love this movie. As she's looking at Jude Law dick pics. I am not. I've seen his dick. You can see his dick in the talented Mr. Ripley. Wait, are you looking at Jack Black dick pics? No. I don't need to say that. I bet that dude... I bet he... Because we've seen those videos of him running around like dressed up as Captain America in a little Speedo. I think I think he's probably got some schmeat. No, I pass it. I love this movie. I think it's great. All right. Guido. Dude. Oh, Lord. Here's what I think really happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, here's, oh, here's the God. theory. So I think that maybe Jude Law killed his first wife and his sister helped hide the body at the cottage. So then, like, he used the life insurance money and he bought a really nice house, but that's all he could afford. So Kate Winslet comes up with a great idea to like lure a rich woman from the States, right? So that he can woo her, marry her, and kill her for her money. But then like she gets to the States, okay? And then she witnesses some old rich writer in Hollywood close to death, you know? So she's like, I'm going to spend some time with this old motherfucker. So they're grifters. Oh, yeah. It's like Crimson Peak. It's, 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 it's the family oh, so God, business. I was gonna say, I'm like, did you, guys just, did you guys just watch Crimson, Crimson Peak, Peak instead? <laughs> so is that a fail? Oh, no, I'll pass it because that made it, it, it made it like better. Okay. He made it better in his own paper story. Yeah. Hey, whatever, whatever Me helps. pretending whatever that they were actually about. murderous bastards made the movie better. All right. Well, we are going to continue our holiday month let's cut over to tammy tammy uh quid pro quo well i chose uh, i decided to choose one of your brother's favorite movies this is true because it's near and dear to my heart my movie is a freaking classic uh 1992 two hour runtime um and it is the Best sequel ever, that's, in my opinion. That's a strong statement. That's arguable. So it's Empire Strikes Back? Real, it's real stars. strong. Well, I mean, there is snow, so that could be Hoth. Hoth could be Christmas. Real strong statement there. All right. Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern, and Catherine O'Hara. Home Alone 2. Lost, Lost in, in New York. Okay. So Sticky Bandits, not Wet Bandits. Stars. You can watch it on Stars. You it's can watch it on Disney free, Plus, yeah, Disney on, Plus yeah. and um, I think Freevee if you okay. have cable. And if you haven't seen it by now, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, seriously. You're weird. Yeah. So that's my movie. All right. Well, Home Alone 2 Lost in New York for next week. We are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can learn more about us and the other podcasts on the network at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Featured podcasts for the month of December are the Deluxe Edition Podcast and the Stephen Crypto Show. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an idea for a theme month, you can message us on social media or submit it on our website. And until next week, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.